0: Okay, we're beginning here on the top of Chavvavam and Aleph. The Gemara is continuing discussing the issue that it left off with yesterday, the bottom of yesterday's daf, with the son of Ravachai, who had gotten married and there was a safer Torah in the room. And the aloha that we discussed, that one may not be Mishamesh Mita Toh, one not, may not have marital relations when there's a safer Torah in the room, unless there is a Michtitza that is there, or that it's Kli B'toch a Kli. So, I'm Rabbi Shubin Levi, safer Torah, tsarikhla solo Michtitza Sarat. When it comes to a Sefer Torah, one must have a mechitzah, some sort of separation that is ten tvachim Hai. Marzuchi, the Ravashi. He went to Ravashi's house, Chazil the duchte, the marbar Ravashi. He saw the area where his son lived, the manach be Sefer Torah. Ba'avid lay, bechitzah He had in his room a Sefer Torah and he made a mechitza that was ten Tfachim Hai. And like at, he says, who are you Asking him like that you're doing this. He says, Rabbi Shul Levi, like we just saw that Rabbi Shul Levi says, that a safer Torah requires a mechitzah of ten twachim. So he said back to him, Rabbi that's only true, Rabbi Shul statement's Levi's statement only true, when there's no other house. House here doesn't literally mean another house, but another room. You have another room. I wasn't so focused on it, I didn't really think about it, but you're right. That since I do have a separate room or a separate area to put it in, that's really where it should be. So in terms of hierarchy, Rabbi Yeshua Ben-Levi suggests that first one should have it in a different room when it comes to Tashmisha Mita, And if there is no other room to put it in, then secondarily we'll ask you to do a Mechitza Asara. We'll have to put up a Mechitza of 10 high. Hai. Tosafot points out over here that when the Gemara says Sefer Torah requires a Mechitza Asara, it's dafko with the Sefer Torah, Vegan bechumashim, or other things that have a lila that have a role to them. So then, Yesh lachmir Torah about When it comes to other books, dayan be It's enough to cover them in the Mishnah He brings down that we do prefer that it be a kli like we saw in uh, yesterday's daf. So therefore, if you have other sifri kodesh like a Gemara or any other printed Davar Torah then one should ensure that it is put away either Kli is the best way but at least said that it's covered and out of sight when it comes to Tashmisha mita, the same is true when it comes to Mezuzah person has a Mezuzah on the door in their room they should try to mount the Mezuzah on the outer part of the doorpost not on the inside of the doorpost that way when the door closes the mezuzah is found on the outside of the room, and therefore won't be a problem for Tashmisha Mitah. If it's on the inside of the room, then there's some discussion as to whether there is really a double covering. Since the mezuzah is wrapped in paper, and then put inside the casing, maybe that is a Kli Vitochli, even though we know these are Kelim designated for the mezuzah. We said yesterday, if it's designated, it's only counted as one. The Mr. Brewer brings down Deyot, and maybe if you upfront, have in mind that it should be a Kli maybe it works. But otherwise, one should then put a cover or a cloth over the mezuzah. So, kameyach ikmeem arba arbaamot. How much do you have to distance yourself away from them or from excrement in order to daven for a mot? Amorav, amorav, skoram, lo shana, elo, laacharav. That's when it's behind them. If it's in front of him, he has to distance himself the amount of visibility. When it comes to Kriyach Matfilah, one has to distance between himself and the excrement, or any problematic material, he has to not be able to see it. If it's behind him or to the side, then a distance of four amot suffices. But in front of it, it's a any amount. According to some of the Rishonim, the Din min a torah that it be four amot away or mechuseh, or be covered. The need for it to be Merchig Melo is in addition to Rabbanan. So that's the Rosh, other Rishonim, like the Roshpah, believe that the, there is a third din here, which is that you have to distance anything that's in front of you, melo enab, the amount of space that you can see it. is that really true? Amarav from our Papa, Amarav Chista. Omeid Adam, Kineget Beite Kiseim, with A person can stand outside the bathroom and daven. He says, Alchamay, be and Beite Kiseish, in Bozoah. They were talking about a bathroom that has no excrement in it. Eni, does that really make a difference? Amarav Yosef, Archaninah once it's designated as a bathroom whether it has excrement in it anymore it does not matter it's a beit kisei and there is excrement in it at times therefore you can no longer daven right in front of the bathroom when it comes to a bathhouse even though there's nobody naked inside of it it's still classified as a bathhouse we're dealing with a brand new bathroom it's a brand new bathroom it's never been used before that's fine wasn't this a question posed to Ravina, if he prepares it to be a bathroom, is that in itself, that designation sufficient to make it into a bathroom or not, so Ravina has a question, you're saying to us, oh it's clear in our case over here, there's no problem, Ravina's question is to dive in inside the room, if you want to dive inside a room that is designated for a bathroom, he's yet to use it as a bathroom, but he's designated it as a bathroom. That's where he has a question: Does preparation to be a bathroom sufficient to make it problematic or not? But outside the bathroom, everybody agrees. If it's yet to be used as a bathroom, and you're outside, you can for sure dive in right outside the bathroom. That is not a problem. Now here comes an important line here, which has nafkuminot to today, which is Amaroba, Hanebate kasai de Parsay the bathrooms of the Persians even though they have excrement in them they're as if they are covered up and they do not attain the status of a bathroom Rashi describes here what that means what does it mean? The they were dug in they had outhouses that had a pit in them but the opening to the outhouse to the pit was far away from the collection area it's on an incline. And so therefore, when one relieved himself, the excrement or the urine moved away from the location where it was produced. When it was produced, it went down a some sort of shaft or some sort of incline or decline, and down there and deposited itself far away from the location that you're in. And therefore, it did not attain the status of a bathroom. The other important thing is there's a tosafot here at the bottom of Chafayam and Aleph, Tosafot talks about Reach Rosh Loikar. Bad smell that has no source for it. That's what the Gemara discussed. And over there, Tosafot says, Our bathrooms. This is talking in the time of Tosafot. Outhouses. The Omen. They're deep. We dig very deep pits. They have a wall around them. Then, it becomes like a smell with no source. Similar to the Persian bathrooms, right? The Persian bathrooms. The only thing now we're going to consider is smell. If there's a raft well, then obviously you can't dab in there because of the foul odor. But if there's no foul odor, we do not consider it as if the feces are there. And it will not be a problem in terms of location. That comes to our bathrooms today. How does that measure up against our bathrooms today? Our bathrooms today, we also dispose of all the excrement in the urine. They get moved away. They do not sit here. So that would seem to indicate that our bathrooms today should have the same status as those of the Parsaim of the Persians, and what would describes over there, where they only if there's a real well, if there's a foul odor, is there a problem? So that would make it that our bathrooms, you could possibly say a, a sharia in them, or make a bracha in them because they don't have this issue at all because we move the excrement and the urine away. That would seem to be the conclusion here. Many of the Poskim, including the Yosef, and others say that's not true. Our bathrooms are actually different than the Persian bathrooms and that's because when one relieves themselves in our bathrooms, the excrement and the urine stay there for a duration and then only afterwards do we move it away. These Persian bathrooms immediately, the excrement moved away. As soon as it was produced, it rolled down the decline and was moved away from the location where it's produced. By our bathrooms, the excrement is there for a period of time until it's flushed and then only then does it move away. My only comment about that is, I don't know how good the technology was. The Persian technology was so good that they never had any residue. or anything. Everything went away so fast and there was nothing there. It seems somewhat far-fetched. But that is what many of the modern-day poskim suggest, that maybe there is a distinction between our bathrooms and the Persian bathrooms. And that would cause us the problem of it being a makom tomar, a makom that is... Problematic, of course. As Re'ach Rod, there's a foul odor. That for sure is an issue. Okay, the next Mishnah is a Mishnah we quoted earlier in the Gemara. It's the Mishnah finishes up the parak, which is the Zav Shira carry. Is Zav who has too much Shiva is tameh for seven days. He sees carry. Carry is only Tumat Erev. He can go to the mikveh and then he would be fine the next day. The Ezra says you can't learn Torah unless you go to the mikveh. So here he goes to the mikveh. It's gonna have no impact on his tumah because he's a Zav. Does he have to go to the mikveh for carry? So it's carry Same thing with the nidah. She expelled shichvat She expelled shichvat zera. She has the same din as a bal keri when she expels the shichvat zera within the first three days. But she's a nidah. just too much shiva. Ve'amishameshit a woman who expelled shichvat zera and then afterwards she became Shirata Nida, She became a nidah. So first she had the expulsion of the semen and then only afterwards she became a nidah. In all these cases, there's too much shiva. Do you have to go to the mikvah? The B'tarikam says tericha in all of these cases, they need to go to the mikveh to be allowed to learn Torah, to daven, to say brachot. All of these require a mikveh for keri, even though it has no impact on their tumah. Rabbi Yehuda putir. Rabbi says in all these cases, it's meaningless to go to the mikveh because the person remains tame. See ba'ilo bal shira aziba. If he was a bal first and then only afterwards became a zab, the Rabbi Yehuda ma'u. According to Rabbi Yehuda, what's the din? Kipata Rabbi Yehuda hotam bezab shira keri. Our case where Yehuda says he's patur, is a case where he's first a zav, and then only afterwards he has a seminal omission. Because in the beginning he wasn't chayav a tzvila. But a balkari that already was chayav and tzvila, because he was a balkari, and then only afterwards it becomes a ziva. but over there, mechayiv, he will say he does have to get a mikve, or maybe it makes no difference. Our Mishnah. What's the last case in our Mishnah? Hamisha meshit v'ratan nidah tzrichat tefila. Rabbi The last case in our Mishnah is a case where a woman who is pulleted shechvat zera. She expels the shechvat zera, and then v'ratan nidan becomes a nidah only afterwards. Then tzrichat tefila. She still requires its tefila. Rabbi Yehuda Pulter. Rabbi Yehuda says she's patu in that case. V'hamisha meshit v'ratan nidah uh, kabal kari shiraziva. That's the equivalent of a. Valkyrie that says it becomes a Zav afterwards, but the Tumat Shiva was after the Tumat error after the Tumat Kari. Nevertheless, Rabbi Yudah says you're Pator, Shma Mina. From there you can conclude that the Rabiudah says that no matter what, if you have Tumat Shiva, the issue of Valkyrie is no longer relevant. The only time, and we remember this this in the Gemara before, that Rabiudah will require it, him to go to the mikvahs if you're just a plain valkeri. If you're a plain valkeri, you have to go to the mikvah in order to learn Torah. Tani rabbi Chiyah, ziva, tzarech tevila, rabbi Poter. Rabbi Chiyah has a bright thought that explicitly says this in the name of rabbi Huda, which is a valkeri, someone who had a seminal mission or a mission, and then only then became a zav. So now he has too much shiva, but he had the chiyuv of tevila first. Tanakama says you require tevila. Rabbi Huda says no tevila. So that explicit rabbi Yudha's position, the tefillah for Balkari is only when you are simply a Balkari. Any other tuma that gets, or tuma Shiva that gets involved, then there's no longer a din or takanat ezra in terms of Balkari. Okay, that would conclude this third parak. And then we move on to the fourth parak. Till now, we've really been dealing with kriyat We had a little transition here between kriyat shema and tefillah because of the makamot ar And now tefillah teshachar deals with tefillah. Dealing with shvon ezra Tefillah teshachar, when it comes to davening shacharit, ad chatzot. The Zman of Shacharit is until midday, noon. Yudhomer, adal Sha'ot, until the fourth hour. Tfila de mincha ad Mincha goes until nightfall, as Rashi says in Chashichah. According to some of the Rishonim, including Rashi and Tosifah, that means until Tzayta kochavim. According to others, and the Groa, who we generally follow, is until shkia, until sunset. Yudhomer, Ad Plaga Mincha, until halfway through Mincha Ketanah, which is an hour and a quarter before the end of the day, and we'll discuss that in the Gemara, at the end of today's daf and tomorrow's daf. Ein When it comes to Mariv, Ein La Kevah. It has no fixed time. We can discuss that in one second. V'shel Musafim kolayom. Musaf is all day. It's a question of whether the Girsah is Rabidu, Meretz Shevet, until the seventh hour, is that only found in a bright in the Gemara? It's a question of whether that's found in the Mishnah or not. So now, let's just go through this quickly. If you have Shacharit, then we discuss Mincha, Mariv, and then Musaf. Now, Musaf is all day. So if you were to place it inside of the Mishnah, wouldn't you place Musaf after Tefilet Shacharit? Shacharit begins in the morning until Chatzot. Musaf is all day. And then you would discuss Mincha, which starts halfway through the day and goes until the Erev. So Tosavah points out, Mincha only starts from 12.30 and onward. Not from the beginning of the day. And therefore, it can't be said, tfilta mincha kolayom, because it's not all day. Musaf is literally all day. You can down musaf from early in the morning, all the way until sunset. But then again, it should have been placed earlier in the Mishnah. Why not? Because the Mishnah deals with tadirah first. Things that are on a regular basis. When it comes to mincha and musaf, if I put mincha up against musaf, which one is more frequent? Mincha is more frequent. Same thing with ma'ariv. So therefore, Musaf is put at the end because it's the least frequent of all of these. Now that really does have an afka mean of the aloha, which is in terms of a competition between Mincha and Musaf. If you have a choice to daven Mincha or daven Musaf, then we're going to say, daven Mincha, because Mincha is Tadir. And therefore, you'd have to daven Mincha before Musaf. This comes up on the Yomim No-Raim, on Rosh Hashanah, and Yom HaKippurim, where you have a long davening, if you start Musaf after Zman Mincho, it may be very problematic. One might have to switch around the dabring and then Davin Mincho first, and then only Musaf afterwards. That's why in many shuls, and I'm sure here too, there might be to start Musaf before Zman HaMincho. Because if you do that, then you won't run into this problem, because otherwise you would have to dab Mincho before Musaf, as long as there's Sha'ut Bayom, as long as there's time left. If they're in competition where you're going to lose out on Musaf entirely, then we tell you to daven Musaf first. and That might be according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi course, says that Musaf expires at Seves Shalot. Then you would have a possibility of Musaf terminating and still be able to daven Mincha afterwards. But if we pass it in like the Chachamim, that Musaf is Kol Yom or the Tanakama here, then you would have to daven Mincha first. The other thing is Tiglat Arab in LaKeva has no designated time. What does that mean? So it could mean in LaKeva is because it's a reshut. That's a machlog we're going to see on Tavchav Zayin. I'm not going to get so into it now. As to, what, as to whether Mariv is obligatory or is, is simply an optional davening. Over here, Tosafot introduces his shita and reshut. Reshut doesn't necessarily mean optional, but it means if it's in competition with another mitzvah. If it's in competition with another mitzvah, we're going to opt for the other mitzvah over Mariv. But if there's no good reason to skip Mariv, you're going to do it. The other interpretation which has lafqamil alocha is that Filadarev has no set time. Mariv is all the time between the end of Mincha and Shacharit. Shacharit has a Zman, Mincha has a Zman. Mariv has no Zman. You know what the Zman for Mariv is? When Mincha ends, that's when Mariv starts. When Shacharit starts, that's when Mariv ends. That does have an in terms of, first of all, when can you daven Mariv? According to Rabbi Yehuda, it would say you can daven Mariv as soon as Plaga plague of Mincha is over. When you stop davening Mincha, then you can daven Mariv. The other Nafkamina might be on Erev Shabbat. And every Shabbat, when a person accepts Shabbat, he does Tosep Shabbat and accepts Shabbat, he can no longer in mincha. If he can no longer daven min mincha, that means it is zman hamariv, And you can daven mariv. That means that you might be able to daven mariv before shkia. You might be able to daven mariv, even though it's Tarte de Satre, They are mutually exclusive. You're davening them at a time where it's mincha time. Because once you've accepted Shabbos, so you can no longer in mincha, then you can daven mariv already. Again, It doesn't have to be so. It could be that that's an objective standard. When Mincha normally ends, that's when Maariv starts, not when you decide that Mincha ends that day because you made it Shabbat. The mitzvah of Shema is to end it with sunrise in order to be Sumech bru ulad to finish Galisro at sunrise when you then say tfilah, we dab in And therefore you dive in during the daytime because you can only dive in Sheman after Neitzachama, after sunrise. If you dive before sunrise, that is bid'iyevet. The chachil, have to dive right at sunrise. So the Vatikin dive in right as sunrise comes. In order to have smicha and they're gonna dive in Shema. They're gonna say Shema right before sunrise. So Gemara says, Kitane, ayahaye, the Vatikin. That's Vatikin. The Vatikin, those that are makpid on the mitzvot and want to do things bizrizut, they dive in right at sunrise. But that doesn't mean that's the end of Zman of Shacharit. Shacharit then persists until either for sha'ot for Rabbi Huda or until chatzot for the chachamim. The Vatikim finish it with the sunrise. Does everybody agree then that it goes until chatzot and more? The person makes a mistake and he missed davening Mariv. Mitpalel shacharit sh'tayim he davens shacharit twice shacharit mitpalel mincha sh'tayim if he misses out on davening shacharit he davens mincha twice so now that sounds like you can daven shacharit all the way into the period of mincha where it says no kula no. you're right you can daven all day if you daven shacharit before noon then you get the reward for davening on time plus you know you get the reward for davening. Mikan that period onward, Skartzfilo you get the reward for davening, is You don't get the reward for dominating on time. So you can make it up. There is an ability to make it up, but that makeup is not exactly like the original tvila. And that's a question in general when we deal with Tashtumim over here. The ability to make up a tvila when you've missed it. Do we view the makeup as a replacement? A tikkun, a fixing of the original. I missed shacharit, now I'm davening mincha twice. When I davening mincha twice, it's as if I daven shacharit. I'm making up for shacharit, or do we say that tashlumim is simply an alternative? I have two alternatives: to daven shacharit. I can daven in the morning, as long as I didn't do something mamizid. We'll see in the Gemara. Then I can also daven and mincha time. I'll have different outcomes in that, but I have two alternatives of how to daven shacharit. One better than the other, but not necessarily that the time davening mincha twice makes up. For that which you missed, that shacharit. Tosafot also points out over here that if you believe tefillat David is rishut is optional, then why should you be able to in shacharit twice to make it up? If it's all optional, why do you have to make it up at all? And that's why Tosafot comes to this conclusion. Again, it's more to do with the Gemara of We'll get there tomorrow. That tefillat rishut does not mean it's optional. Again, it means that. It's optional in the face of another mitzvah. But if there's no other mitzvah, you gotta daven Maariv. mariv. And if you have to daven Maariv, then you can make it up by davening shacharit twice. Now the Gemara asks by the Tavaloit Mincha. If he doesn't dab in mincha, Maushit Pilal Arvit Bet or Shtayim. Can he dab Maariv twice? Imtim Salomar Tavaloit Pilal Arvit Mitt Pilal Shacharit The reason by mariv, if you miss it, you can dab shacharit twice. Because that's one day. First comes the night, then comes the morning. Over here, and this is a machoket on the second half of a daf. Here, tzvila is coming as a pres- representation or a replacement for the korbanot. And once the day passes, you can't make up the korban. The korban If You didn't bring it that day. You can't bring it that night. You can't bring it the next day. So Dilma came into rachmehi. Since davening is asking, beseeching Hashem for mercy, as long as you can daven, and we allow you to daven, we're going to let you go. So Tashma, Adam Ravuna, Bar Yehuda, Am Rav Yitzchak, Am Rav Yochanan, Tav, Lo Yitpalel Mincha, Metpalel Arvit, Shtaim, He does, Mrs. Zana, Daven, Mincha, you can daven, married twice, Ve'en Baze Mishum, Da'var Yomo, Batel Karbano, and they don't apply the principle of the day passing, and the Karban is over. So Marik says, is that really true? Meitevei, a mistake that cannot be rectified lo and a loss that cannot be enumerated a mistake that cannot be rectified that someone who didn't even at night the or miss Shema in the morning you can't make it up someone who didn't damage man as at night or in the morning. It sounds like here that you're not allowed to make up a tefillah when you missed it. And here we're talking about Marib to you can't make it up. And then a loss that cannot be enumerated, Zesh nimnu mitzvah. Bunch of people got together to do a mitzvah. And he didn't join them, he didn't join together to do something positive with them. Over here, he intentionally missed the tefillah i Ravashi, you can be of the Tani Bitel. Over there it says he was it, not that he made a mistake. Before all the memories until now said he made a mistake and forgot the tefillah he's allowed to make it up by Davening twice. The Bright over here says Bitel. That he did not daven Bitel means something nullified it. He did it intentionally. If he misses the tefillah intentionally, he cannot make it up afterwards. So that's an important distinction in making up tfilot If you do it intentionally, we do not allow you that opportunity to make it up. If you do it b'ones for sure, shogeg, shogeg if there's some sort of mistake that causes you not to be able to daven that tfilot, you can make it up at the next tfilah Now that's only at the next tfilah If you miss shachrit, you can only daven mincha, you can't daven a mariv to make it up. Only the next tfilah offers you that opportunity to make it up. Now that will only be true of shachrit, mincha and mariv. What about Musa? You miss Musaf, can you make it up? The answer by Musaf is no. What is Musaf? What do we say when we say the Pesukim and Musaf? We talk about the Korban. It's a Karban Musaf, and it's clear from the Gemara. If you're talking about a Korban, of Yomo, Bato, Karbano. If you miss the time period for it, you can't make it up. So therefore, Tevilah Musaf will not have Tashlumim. That has also another Nafkamina. Number one is that it has no makeup for it. And the second din, which we'll see in the Gemara today, everybody agrees that the reason that Musaf was established is because of the Korban. If it's established because of the korban, that also means that, if, for instance, if you daven by mistake. So sometimes if you make a mistake in davening, we say to you, finish the bracha. We saw that earlier in the Gemara. If you daven Chol and Shabbat, you finish the bracha you're in, and then you go over to daven Shabbat. That is not true by Musaf. Musaf is not a tfilah that was established In place of something else, it's simply for the korban, and therefore, if you're davening chol and all of a sudden you're supposed to be in musaf, you stop immediately and you move over to the musaf because there's no reason for you to be davening a chol Tefillah here. There's no relevance of a chol Tefillah. There's no relevance of any other Tefillah. There's no nedava, nothing else. It's simply a korban. If it's a korban, it has the dinim that applied to a korban by tefillah to musaf. Now the gemara continues. Person on Erev Shabbat forgot to daven Mincha. Mit Baleel, Shabbat time. <sh-tayim> he daven on Friday night twice. So here it's despite the fact that when he dives in at night, the Shwan Esrei is not going to be a Shwan Esrei of Chol. He missed Mincha, that was a Shwan Esrei of Chol. On the Friday night, he's going to daven two Shabbat pilot. Over there we say, go ahead, you can daven two pilot of Shabbat. On Shabbat, he doesn't daven in Mincha. Mit Baleel, Baleel Shabbat Shtaim. Two, so chol he davens two shmonesrei of chol. Here's the exact opposite. He was supposed to davens shabbat and mincha, and now it comes supposed to shabbat he davens two shmonesrei of chol. He's still not davening a shmonesrei of shabbat. Ma'adil berishona, you make abdolo in the first one, Veinu mabdil b'shnia, and you don't make abdolo in the second one. The first one is the regular maariv that you're supposed to be davening. Over there you make abdolo, In the second one, which is a makeup for mincha, you don't need to make abdolo in that shmonesrei. If you do do it, it's not a problem because you did abdolo in both of them. We did Abdullah in either or in both of them, it won't be a problem, but the proper way to do it is to do Abdullah in the first, because that's real ma'ariv. And the second one, says, is you make up for mincha, you don't make Abdullah in it. On the other hand, if you made Abdullah in the second one, and he did not make Abdullah in the first one, the second one counts, the first one doesn't. Why? Because the order in which you daven, you must first daven your obligatory davening, and then only afterwards do your voluntary davening or your makeup davening. So over here, if you made up davening the second, what is he indicating? He's indicating that the second mariv is his real mariv. If that becomes his real mariv, the one that he davened beforehand is meaningless. You can't daven in the daven beforehand. That means he has to now daven a third low es, right? So it doesn't work for him. Now, what does that mean, lo al lo? So there are two possibilities of lo alto lo. Lo alto means it doesn't work. And then you have to repeat Sh'mon afterwards. Or, It doesn't work and you're out of luck. And that's it. And we'll see in a second what that means. The Memra to say, It sounds like that when he doesn't say Abdullah in the first one, it's as if he didn't daven. And we would force him to go back and daven again. Is that really true? He made a mistake and he skipped in oto. You have to go back and read Davin. But habdala bechunin adat. If you skipped on the brocha bechunin adat, ain't makzirin oto. We do not force him to go back. because you can say it later on habdala lakoz. So that's a kasha. That's a difficult question argued here, which seems to indicate when he skipped Abdullah in the first one. That that was problematic, and that doesn't count as his real Maariv, even though it seems because he said Abdullah in the second one, that was an indication that the first one really wasn't his Maariv. Nevertheless, it should still count because not saying Abdullah should not impact on the Tefillah. There's a Machloket here in the Tosafot between the Rabbeinu Yehuda and the Rift as to Rosh Chodesh. What well, the case where he daven Mincha but he forgot the Yalav Yavo. Mincha and Rosh Chodesh daven Shmonesrei forgot the What do you have to do? You have to repeat Shmonesrei, but it's night already. He missed out. He totally forgot about it. It's night time. Should he daven Maariv twice? Did he miss Mincha? The Rebbeinah Yudah says no. Why daven roof twice? If he davens Eshvon answer again tonight, what is he doing? He's dabbing Eshvon answer again. He already did that at Mincha. Why does he need to daven again? He's not going to get the Yalav back. He's just doing the same thing he did at Mincha. It's worthless. Don't daven again. On the other hand, the Rif says, he should daven again. should daven Eshvon answer again. What's clear here, According to Rabbi Yehuda, he's making two assumptions about Tashlumi, making up of a tefillah. Number one, which is what we discussed in the Mishnah, is that the makeup for its tefillah is a replacement. It's as if you're taking care of what you did before and you're trying to replace it. It's not like an alternative. It is the exact tefillah that you're trying to replicate. Number two is, if you miss Meina Meora. If you're supposed to add something into the and you miss it, basically the Shmonesra is fine. You didn't well you're not making the din of saying Yelaviava. You're not making the din of adding in something about that specific day, but you still dab in Shmanesri. So the Shmanesri is good. You just missed out the opportunity to say Yelviyava. Therefore, there's no reason to make it up at night. On the other hand, the rif disagrees. The rif could disagree on one of two points. Obviously, the rift we're going to say disagrees on the second point. But you could also argue on the Tashlumin point. Tashlum is not an exact makeup of what you did before. It's an alternative, and therefore you're able to dab in it. Or the problem, this is what the riff says is, when you don't say all it's as if you didn't daven Shvon Esri at all. It's not a Shvon If you miss Meinam Maura, you daven the wrong Shvon You didn't daven properly on that day. It's as if you didn't daven Shvon Esri whatsoever. And therefore, you have to daven Marev twice. Not because you missed Yalviyabol, but because you missed Shvon Esri. You didn't daven at time, And therefore, you have to daven Marev twice. Obviously, as, uh, impact, well, look, we paskin in general, like the riff that we do, and twice afterwards because it's a tefillah in the daven anyway it's a tefillah it's a makeup tefillah the mishnabruah brings down therefore if it happened on Erev Shabbat mimcha on Erev Shabbat you missed that on Yellow Yavo so at night you're going to dab in twice to make that up don't do it because the reason that we pass like the is because mimon of shach you can say it's a tefillah in the daven. it's a voluntary offering you know what I have tefillah in the daven on Shabbat since you're not allowed to have a tefillah on Shabbat, you shouldn't dive in Marev twice. When it comes to that situation where it's Mimikla Arab Shabbat, you forgot Yalav Yevo, Friday night is not for Shkodesh, and you want to dive in Shabbat twice, you shouldn't do it, because you're making up for something where we say it's only because it's a nidava. And over there, you can't do it because you can't do a tefillah on Shabbat, and since it's a fake, you shouldn't do it on that. Otherwise, go ahead and do it like the Rift, because at worst, you're just giving a tefillah the dava. You're doing a voluntary Echmon See it, ma'ar? Now we have a fundamental machlok about the source for tefilah. Yosi Rabbi Chinninah mar tefilah to vot Our forefathers established the tefilot. Rabbi Shul Ben Levi Omer tefilot connected to me dim They are connected the Korbanot. Tanya kavatid Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Chinninah, a bright that sports of Yosi Rabbi but Tanya kavatid Rabbi Shul Ben Levi. Right, to that sports. He gets up in the morning, goes to to the place he was before. This is by of a little bit of a Hashem bit to save stone, and then he goes back there in the morning. And he so you see, standing up refers to tzfila. So when he went back to the location where he was before, Amad Sham, it's a place that he had davened. And we say, he got up in the morning, that's where he davened. Tzilah went out to Lasuach in the field, with no Arab, right before evening. Vain tzicha letzvila that lasuach means to daven shneamar t'svila laani ki atov lifnei Hashem yishpok tzicha the tzvila the prayer of the ani ki atov who is afflicted and before Hashem he spills out his siach his words or his needs so you see siach is equated with tzvila so whenever you say tzchach lasuach v'sadeh means it points to daven and over there it says lifnei derab that it happened right before evening so that's mincha yakov tigayin tzvila tarvich shneamar. By Yikabamakom, by Yolimcham, he came to that location and he slept there. Veimpgiyal Tefila and Tpgiyah bumping into Sunday and That lashon of pgiyah is to beseech, not just a bump. Because in know, my batal titbalo by you should not daven on behalf of this nation. Veal tisab Adam reinaut Tefila. You should not raise a song or a prayer. Veal tivgabi, do not press me, press me over here. Means daven. So you see that Yah means tfilah. Tosavot points out, based on the Medrash, that Ya'akov Avinu went to Haran. And when he got to Haran, he says, Ah, did I pass by my forefathers' place where they had daven, and I didn't daven? How could it be? We're going to go back in daven. So it sounds from there that he davened when it was still daylight and not evening time. From there, Tosavot says, the locha must be like Rabbi Yehuda, that you dive in while it's still daylight out. You dive in when it's daylight out because that's what Yaakov did. So based on that, he says that the Elohim might be like Rabbi Yehuda, that he dive until Plagamincha, and then Ma'ariv already starts after Plagamincha, based on this medjush by Yaakov Avinu. Shuban. Why does tefilat shachar go until noon? shachar Because tamid shachar goes until Khatzot. Rabbi Yehuda mer, adarba shot. Because the tamid shashach is brought until the fourth hour. Why did the mincha go until nightfall? Because it goes until evening time. That the tamid Benabaim was brought only until mincha time. Mincha. no designation. Evarim, the limbs of any olah, uptarim, and the fats of any other korban, shalomit aklu that were not consumed on the mizbeach during the day. but be'erev kol they brought all night on the mizbeach. One interesting note about the evarim and P'tarim that are put on the mizbeach all night—that was true on a regular day. On a regular day, after the whole day was completed, after the sunset, anything that had a korban that was brought during the day, they used to put the evarim, darim on the Mizbeach for the remainder of the night in order to burn overnight. But there's one exception to that rule. And the Aruch HaShulchan, based on that, says maybe there's a limudzchut on those people that do something interesting on Erev Shabbat. And that is that the Din is by Shabbat that the Korbanot are Doche Shabbat. But that is olat Shabbat bishabato. Only a Korban, which is supposed to be brought on Shabbat, is Doche Shabbat. A Korban that is not brought on Shabbat does not Doche Shabbat. And that is true with a When it came to Friday afternoon, all the karbonot that were left over may not be put on Friday night onto the mizbeach because that's already Shabbat and it's not doche Shabbat. That means that they put all the varim and tarim onto the mizbeach before nightfall on Friday night because otherwise they would not be able to put them on. So based on that, the Orach Shulchan says maybe that's why people daven mirev early on Erev Shabbat. Maybe there's a reason for it because not only are they mikabel Shabbat and they bring Shabbat in early, but the Ma'ariv is abtarim, And on Friday afternoon in the Mikdash, that the that of were brought prior to sunset. And therefore, maybe there's no problem of Tarte Desatre and all these other issues that people talk about by bringing in a 7 o'clock Shabbat, where there's no consideration of Plaga Mincha and Rabbi Yehuda. Maybe it has to do with this factor. That they brought the evarim b'tarim in the mikdash on erev Shabbat before sunset, and so too on erev Shabbat you should daven Maariv before sunset. The Aruch brings that as a possible reason for davening Maariv early on erev Shabbat. How come Muslims all day? Shai carbon show musafim karev kolayom. It's brought all day. Biyudah merach sheva shalot. brought until the seventh hour. This is where Behuda says it. The question of whether it fits in the Mishnah is this only in the Brayta. Shreikar Musav Karevalech sheva shalot. The Musav is only brought until the seventh hour. Vezi mincha What is mincha Gdola? V'she shalot From six and a half hours on in the day. That's from twelve thirty and onward on a perfect day. Vezo mincha taano. What has been the Chaktana? Me for nine and a half hours on in the day. Because that's when they brought the Tamid Shabbat al The earliest they ever brought the Tamid Shabbat al-Bayim was at twelve thirty-six and a half hours. That's on Arab Pesach, that is Arab Shabbat. And the normal time that they brought the tamitshu and Obama is nine and a half hours on the day. So that's the difference between Mincha and Mincha Kitano. Yibailah Rabbi Yehuda Plaga Mincha Kamal Kamar or Plaga Mincha Akrona Kamar When he says the half of Mincha he means half of Mincha tana. which half does he mean? Does he mean the first half or the second half? Tashma Tatanya Rabbi Yehuda Plaga Mincha Akrona Amru we're talking about the latter, That's 11 hours minus a quarter, or 10 hours and 45 minutes in the day, or an hour and a quarter before the end of the day. So that is Palagah according to Rabbi Yehuda. Tosfat over here asks an interesting question with regards to Rabbi Yudah. He says, Rabbi Yudah says that Mincha goes until Palagah Mincha. But why? We understand the Rabbanan's position. The Rabbanan's position is, that any time that you can bring the Tamit Shirena Benar well, it starts at 12.30, Six and a half hours onto the day because that's the earliest you could bring the tamid shel ben rabayim minchata starts at nine and a half hours on the day at three thirty because that's when it was normally brought and you could bring the tamid shel ben arbayim until the end of the day so that's the position of the chachamim but where does Rabbi Huda come up with this plaga mincha so Tosafot suggests over here the Yesh Lomar to that the tefila was established connected to the Ketoret. and we know when it comes to the korbanot. The Karban Tamid comes along with the carbon Tamid, the Ktoret and a Mincha. So he says that the Toret was brought after the process of the Tamid, and that was roughly around the Plaga Mincha. And that's what's driving the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Because it says, Tikon tfilati that you should make my Tvila like a Ktoret, and therefore he sees some sort of parallel between the Ktoret and the tfilah. This is interesting because the Gra asks, why is Tfilat a Mincha called Mincha? Anyway, the Tamicho Shachar, we say that's called Shacharit. Tamicho Ben Arbaim, why do we call it Mincha? So the Gros suggests the reason is because the last thing brought from the Tamichu Ben Arbaim is the Mincha. The Mincha that came along with the Shul Ben Arbaim, and that's why it's called Mincha. Now based on that, he explains the difference between how we it by Shacharit and by Mincha. By Shacharit, we say that the Zaman Shacharit begins at the time that you bring the tamid shachar and ends when you could have completed it, but we opt, or we ta- opt for you to daven closer to the time that it was brought by mincha time. We do the opposite. We say that the tamid shabbat was brought at whether it was twelve thirty or three thirty on the day. Nevertheless, one is allowed to daven all the way down to the, air, to the end of the karban tamid. What's the last part of the karban tamid? That's mincha, and that's why we daven shacharit earlier. And we have a mincha later because one is connected the beginning process shacharit the beginning of the tamid shachar and the other one is connected the end of the process the end of the tamid shabbat which is the mincha and that's why it's called shacharit and mincha according to the gra. Name a to This should be a strong question against brabiyosi Rabbi, Yosef, Rabbi this brayta. So Yosef, the avod established the Tvilot but as Mechino Rabbanon a karbonot, and the Rabbanon established them based on the carbonote That's what gave them the time frame. So the origi- originations of the Tvilot are the avod, but the carbonote guide us as to what the time periods are. Dilotei he has to say this because then what is he going to do with tefilah musaf? The Rabbi Yosef There is no av that was medakein musaf. Established. and therefore where there is no avot the karbanot is still governed and that's what we said before that tefillat musaf is governed by the korban and has a different din because of that there's no tashlumim. if you make a mistake in musaf you stop right away you don't make it up because tefillat musaf is solely based on korban it is not based on a vote at all tefillat avot is the din of rachamim and therefore may the rishonim connect between the two. That when we say Tfilot Rachmen, you know, that's based on the one who says Tfilot Avot When we say Averi Yomo Betel Karbano, that's referring to those that think that it's established by Korban. Here Rabbi Yosef Rabbi has both aspects of that in the Tfilot. And therefore the Dinim would apply on different aspects of the Tfilot. You can make up the Tfilot Avot you can't make up the Korban aspect of it. But when you only have one of those two, like musaf, the Din will be different as we discussed earlier. Okay, we'll stop over here.